What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we will continue our 2021 season recap. We're going team by team. We are not just doing a 2021 season recap. We are also looking forward to 2022. We started at the bottom, working our way back up. First, we did the Orioles and the D-backs. Today, we have the Texas Rangers. So the Texas Rangers finished 2021 with a record of 60-102. and 102. This resulted with a last place finished in AL West, 35 games out of first. I mean, a disappointing season for them, but it was it was just a rebuilding year, I guess. I mean, a bridge year. I wouldn't say it's a rebuilding year. It was a bridge year because we know that they're going to be a lot better next year. We'll get to that in a moment. But, you know, the Rangers became the first team in the majors to open their gates to full capacity crowds following the pandemic. So despite the fact that they had, you know, this rebuild label looming over their season, they were still hoping to kind of ignite some spark of respectability because they had a new ballpark with fans in the stands. But 60, 60 wins is going to have to suffice until they take on the Yankees in their season opener on March 31st in 2022. But, you know, it was, it was a, it, it was a, down year for the Rangers, all things considered. And much of it had to do with the fact that, yes, obviously they just weren't very talented, but they also did deal with a laundry list of injuries. And they essentially date back to March. I mean, they had two closer candidates, Jose Leclerc and Jonathan Hernandez. Each of these guys probably went down with elbow injuries, and both of them had Tommy John. So the recovery timetable puts them both on pace to be ready for 2022. But this turn of events forced Ian Kennedy into the closer's role. And Kennedy did well for, for shutting the door, you know, over 32 games. He had a 2.51 ERA, struck out 35, walked 7 in 32 games. But he was traded to the Phillies midseason because on a lost season, you might as well cash in on that, get something in return because it's not like the Rangers were going to be winning anyway. And then they had fellow bullpen arm, John King, who also went down with shoulder issues. And that was a shame, considering how well he was throwing for the Rangers down the stretch in 2021. He went 7-5 with an ERA of 3.52 in 27 games. But unfortunately, he was placed on the 60-day injured list on August 20th with left shoulder inflammation. So the bullpen did what they could to back up a really bad starting rotation. But hopefully the Rangers will address that need, the rotation need, you know, this offseason. You know, we're in a lockout right now, but we already know some of the moves they made. So, you know, obviously I'm alluding to the, the Seager and Semyon signings, but before I get to that, what went well for the Rangers? They had a really strong rookie year from Adolis Garcia. So Adolis Garcia was an all-star this year, and, you know, he, I mean, he was in the conversation for AL Rookie of the Year, but Dolis Garcia was a really big bright spot, especially in the first half of the year. He was in the lineup for his power. He, he, I mean, he hit, only hit 243 on the season, but he was really there for his power. He had 31 home runs on the year, and a good number of them came late in games. He had some really clutch moments, and you know, he, he would keep the home team within shouting distance of the lead on numerous occasions. He also drove in 90 runs and stole 16 bases. So Adolis Garcia was a really big, bright spot, especially in the first half. You know, he had 31 bombs of the year. I think he had like 20 or so before the All-Star break. 
he was he was on a really good pace there. But that power was legit, and those clutch hits definitely you know made a strong impression in the minds of fans. And this year, the Rangers saw a fan favorite get traded. That was Joey Gallo. He was traded to the Yankees at the trade deadline. Fans didn't really know what to make of the trade because Gallo had been a mainstay in Arlington for the past five years. He was a fixture in their lineup with that power bat. But, you know, it was, it was I guess it was time for him to go. You know, the, the Yankees made the Rangers a good offer. And the Rangers figured, like, we, we need to cash in on this because we have to turn the page. We're not winning with Joey Gallo. Let's, let's kind of reset. Let's trade him, get some prospects, and then we'll have a lot of money to spend as we go into the offseason to try and, you know, make it make it a new run at this. And that's what they've done. So this offseason, they have spent half a billion dollars on two new shortstops. Obviously, one of them is going to play second base. That will be Marcus Semien. And then Corey Seager will play shortstop. Corey Seager signed for 10 years, $325 million. And Marcus Semien signed for, I believe it was seven years, $175 million. That's big money for each of those guys. That's really big money for each of those guys. That is the Rangers just obviously just kind of dropping the hammer saying, yeah, we're ready. We're, we're, they just basically overnight just decided like, yeah, we're done losing. We're going to open up the wallet and we're going to pay a pretty penny for two of the top free agents. And they're not done yet. I'm sure they're not done yet. I mean, those are two big bats that they're going to get. But um, they have to make some improvements on the pitching side of things. And I think we'll see that after this lockout is over as we head into the 2022 season. But the Rangers are definitely going to be much better simply because they just added two elite bats to their lineup. And that that's what happens when you do that. I mean, Semyon and Seager are there for their offense. They're you know, arguably the best offensive shortstops you know, on the market, even even more so than someone like Carlos Correa, for instance. You could make the argument that Seager has a better bat than Carlos Correa, and he's going to be the new Ranger shortstop on a brand new deal. So that's going to be exciting to watch. They had these guys there for a long time. That, that's going to be, you know, the cornerstone. You build up the middle. That's how you build a team. You know, you build up the middle, you know, shortstop, second base, you know, center field. Those, those positions, you take care of them. They have that. Adolis Garcia in center, Seager at short Semyon at second base. Now you get some some help in the corners where you can. And then you also will fill out the pitching. Long way to go, but the Rangers will be a lot better next year. But they will open their 2022 season at home against the Yankees on March 31st. We'll see what they do. But I think that they will still have they will still have some moves made between now and then. But that's where we stand with the Texas Rangers. That's that's kind of the state of the union in Arlington, but that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.